Welcome to Checkmates Go, Season 2, Episode 15. This is the last in our series of podcasts that cover the questions that were asked during the Ask Me Anything that we did with Checkpoint founder and CEO Gil Schwed back in May. The insight I can glean from listening to these questions and answers a couple months later is adaptability is an important trait for any organization or any person to be able to handle circumstances such as the unprecedented ones created around COVID-19. People have had to change the way how they work and how they live, and organizations have had to change how they operate. Some have not survived, and some have thrived. And I think Checkpoint has done an excellent job thriving under the circumstances. We had to make a bunch of changes, don't get me wrong. Gil addresses some of the changes that were made during the answers to one of the questions here. We'll start off with Moti Sagi relaying questions from the Checkmates community. Question from Stefan from uh, Spain. What is your favorite home home cooked meal you recommend to those at home under quarantine? Oh, that's a tough one. First, uh, I used to cook a lot. And these days, even though I'm at home and we have amazing supplies, uh, a lot of, by the way, farmers that used to sell their high-end produce to the best restaurants are now available and ship things home. So... Uh, I'm hardly cooking because I'm really, really working uh, almost every day of the week. Uh, and on the weekend, on at least on a Saturday, I'm trying to rest a little bit. Uh, so I'm hardly cooking. But uh, and my wife does an amazing job cooking and she's trying to give us every day different variety. Still, I would say that the typical, I'd call it Israeli uh, food, many of you will say it's European food. It's actually having schnitzel. Uh, and maybe with an Israeli salad, which is not European, that's probably the best and easiest uh, meal that I can eat almost every day. Uh, I just had some of that for lunch today. Uh, so that would be my uh, recommendation. A question from uh, uh, Val from, uh, from Switzerland. How do you see Checkpoint in five years from now or in 10 years? Um, first, I hope the Checkpoint will re- keep its best qualities uh, I think that we are uh, that we'll keep focused on security, keep having great people, and I'm more reassured in the checkpoint people now than I was two months ago, or six months ago, or five years ago, because I'm seeing what a level of engagement, commitment, agility people are showing in light of the circumstances. By the way, I'll give you just an example. We're fixing now more bugs every day than we did before the Corona crisis, even though people are not at their office, are not at their labs. But the level of engagement and commitment has got our uh, everything that's customer focused became uh, became much better. Um, I think in terms of the development, we are working on the new generation, the sixth generation attack about AI on IoT. Um, but I think even more important is the full infinity spectrum. Um, I think that most of you are still working on network security. And to do what we need to do, which is protect our enterprises, we need to look at a much broader spectrum of technologies, of threats, of platforms. And I think the Infinity platform will achieve that. So I would like to see more and more of our technology being used on other platforms than just the network or other entry vectors. Cloud, endpoints, mobile, IoT, and cloud, again, is a big family of things. I think if you look at our... um, I don't know if you've seen our uh, CPX presentation at the beginning of the year. Again, looks like a different world when we had 9,000 people crowded in conference center, hugging. I remember the selfie you had with Dorit on her birthday in front behind like uh, yeah. 5,000 people. It's like, 
4,000 people uh, in the same room. Less than 100 days ago, I believe. Yeah, only three months ago. Um, so I think if you remember that, we showed how we can secure, how, if our target is to secure more than 60 different platforms. Uh, and the network is part of that, an important part of that, but there is many, many other platforms that are connected that we need to secure and we think that we can secure this year. Uh, and I think five years from now, the point is to make sure that our networks have grown substantially, but these platforms will take a huge part of our business. And that's, uh, I think, the main thing that we'd like to see in five or 10 years. Okay. Um, a question from Anonymous. Uh, out of curiosity, how many customers had to make significant changes to enable work from home? Maybe my, my employer is an exception, but we didn't have to make any major IT infrastructure change to enable our entire staff to work remotely. Uh, I, I'm wondering if we are in the majority or the minority. Um, I don't know if I can give a quantitative answer, but on a qualitative basis, many people needed to make changes. The people that were on our um, using VPN had easier changes. And again, the changes range. As I gave the example of a big company that had moved from 8,000 remote access users to 80,000. I can give another example with like checkpoint that we didn't allow remote access to labs and the different infrastructure. And suddenly we have to shift our entire access and enable it from home. And by the way, we did the combined solution, not just using our VPN technology, that people don't get any data outside their company. They get a remote desktop, but that remote desktop is actually secured by checkpoint with multi-level authentication, connecting to the organization system and being sheltered around the checkpoint shell. Um, and so, I mean, we've seen examples like scaling up the infrastructure and again, moving from, you know, 500 users a day to 5,000 or 8,000 to 80,000 and anything like that, that we've seen is a big change for companies. Uh, companies that, uh, I mean, I'll give you maybe the best example, um, which is Corona related. One of the biggest and the best uh, hospitals around the world. And in hospitals, usually the stuff doesn't work from home. They come, you know, the doctors treat the patient with their hands with their, uh, um, and with all the equipment that's in the hospital. In that hospital, in the beginning of the corona, in like March, end of February, the beginning of March, they faced the situation that several doctors uh, uh, were had to put in quarantine at home because they were exposed to corona patients. They had to go for 14 days of quarantine at home before they can go back to the hospital. Meanwhile, the number of corona patients at the hospital started to grow. And the hospital developed an entire new system that allows the, the doctors to remotely access the equipment, to remotely monitor the patients. A lot of the patients, main patients' treatment in the hospital were done without touching them, but through I mean, systems in the hospital that are video and remote access. And we allow the, these doctors to access the, host, the all this machinery from home, including, by the way, there were even some new features in our product that were used in that. So it wasn't just a, a trivial use of our VPN remote access. There were a few new features that are early access and we allowed them. So this is a very, I mean, I wouldn't say innovative, but uh, something that's related to our uh, situation right now that, that, that we face during the crisis. Thank you. Uh, another question, uh, Anonymous, is Checkpoint involved in any social task force or initiatives around the pandemic? Um, we are trying to be involved in many, many activities in the community around us, uh, some in Israel, most in Israel, some in 
in the US, Canada, maybe other countries. Uh, we actually accelerated our community involvement, decided to uh, allocate more time, more energy, more budget to support the community. Uh, and we made much bigger resources available to that. I can give you maybe two examples. Uh, one small one, I mean, I've said in our resources, we may not be able to change and uh, fix everything in the health system, even though we contributed and helped hospitals in many, many places. Uh, but what we can do is make the hospital staff happy. And we send, we're sending every day to hospitals gift packs that have our badges that you see the two meter or the six feet in the US with some chocolates, some cookies that makes the hospital staff happy about the fact that people care about them. They're the warriors of this war against the virus and we need to show them that we care about them. And believe me, the level of enthusiasm and happiness that we see is unbelievable. I mean, seeing people in the Corona department smile is, is amazing. Uh, this is a small one, that's not the majority. I'll give you the opposite example. We found that we were co-founders or helped found an organization that treats the elderly houses in Israel. Uh, at the beginning of the Corona crisis, the beginning, at the end of March, the people realized that these elderly houses are, I mean, are like hospitals that have big staffs, big budgets, there are 300 of them, and not all too organized, and they didn't know what to do. And they are the highest risk people, people are over 70, 80, and 90 years old. Uh, if they get infected, it can infect dozens of people that unfortunately will be, will really have a life-threatening situation. We even had a situation where staff that found out that their elderly house was infected, the staff ran away. And there is now a new procedure of how to restaff uh, elderly house like that. So we helped uh, be the founders of an organization uh, that treats that, creates working procedures, supplies them with all the equipment that they need. And these days, it's actually uh, the government is actually catching up and taking some lead on that. And this organization called the Shamarta, hard to spell it, uh, not in Hebrew. Uh, this organization has actually become the execution arm of some of the government uh, um, things that they want to uh, impact there. So this is an, an, an example that I'm very proud of because it makes a real difference that's very much related to Corona. Overall, by the way, we supported since the Corona crisis began, like, um, like in the last six, seven weeks, over 80 different organizations uh, that, that has real, that, that things that are somewhat Corona related. That's amazing. Thank you. Uh, will COVID, uh, uh, a question from Rupesh, will COVID-19 crisis opens more doors for cloud opportunities? Um, I think the short answer is yes. I mean, we rely, first, I think, interesting to see, we've seen a lot of interest in the cloud now and people realize the cloud, but people are also threatening their on-premise uh, situation. So in Q1, we've seen a pretty big jump in gateways, in, in our network security that we do for many years and we do well because people realize that they need to scale up and harden and do more on their data centers. On the same time, we see a lot of things in the cloud. Uh, first and foremost, the cloud infrastructure becomes mission critical. As I said, even take a vendor like Zoom that was you know, important vendor, but suddenly become the centerpiece of society. Um, and many, many other organizations, but suddenly the cloud moved from the future to the present and to the core of many things we do. And these organizations face the situation that their cloud is not hardened enough against security. So we see a lot of demand for solutions like Dome9 that control that and instantly within 
within hours can give you a report about what you need to straighten on your cloud and can do that, some of it. The follow-up for that is more and more security solutions on the cloud, and we see an increasing level of security on that. And I would like to say that in the future, we will see more and more, again, hardening all the holes that we opened in our networks, cloud and physical, uh, that will need to secure them. Some may be closed, some may be secure in a better way. Thank you for listening to this episode of Checkmates Go. You can subscribe in your favorite podcast app. You can also send us feedback via email at checkmates at checkpoint.com. Thanks for listening.